good luck with the world. Hey guys, this is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is Joy and Claire. Claire and I were just talking before we hit record and we're like, okay, it's Groundhog Day. What are we going to talk about? Because we've been in quarantine for the past few weeks and we feel like <laughs> we're like, what other news is there to talk about other than what's going on in the world? It's like, it's real hard. It's real hard to podcast oh, right now. Oh, my favorite thing <laughs> that happened in the news this week was when Britney Spears thought that she ran a five second 100 meter dash oh, i love that did we ever have a follow-up from her or did she uh, is yes. that just going she, on with her thinking that she ran a five second 100 meter no dash? she finally wrote back and was like obviously i was joking and like oh obviously britney oh obviously britney so i want my life right now to just be through britney's lens because yes. i feel like she lives her life okay i'm not making light of a quarantine just let's be clear i'm not making fun of anything but it's like her life is kind of quarantined so i don't know if this she's is really very much. like kept away from the public. I don't know if this is like really different for her. So the fact that she's so kind of this blissful ignorance, I give Brittany so many passes. I give her a lot of grace because I'm like, you, your life, girlfriend. And so when I watch her Instagram, I'm like, this is just a life that she is so normal for her. Like she just lives her life this way. And she just does yoga by herself. She does dance classes by herself. She goes to Hawaii and she's like not right. around anybody. Lives in a giant mansion like she, by herself. She probably has, I'm sure, she, of course she has a private jet, you know, whatever it is. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I know that's not great for the environment. I, I get it. But I feel like that is her life. Her life is just like this. She doesn't really have a touch of what's going on in the outside world. So it's like her her videos and her, like she posts these photos. If you're not, if you don't know what we're talking about, just pop on Britney Spears Instagram for just a mere moment and see her photo shoots of herself in like front of this red background. And she's doing like this sexy pose. And she's like, I hope everyone's safe out there. <laughs> Oh, it's so like, true. Like, while she it's has, so like, cleavage weird. and her hair. Yeah, like, she looks like she just got off a motorcycle and she's doing it. I mean, it looks like she's got, she's she, got, like. She looks like she just woke up after a long night of drinking. Long night of every drinking. Every single, single photo. photo. And she's like, I wasn't sure which one to post. I loved them all. And I'm just like, this is the greatest thing on the internet right now. Because we all need to know that just, this is Britney's life. And she has survived this far. Living yes. in quarantine, I think we're going to be okay. And maybe if we Brittany just, can do it. We can do we it. We really can. We you really just can. need to suspend reality for a little bit like yeah. Brittany has done. Yeah. Like grab, grab some three pound weights and just do yeah. some little aerobics like she does in her home gym. Which like she's got a banging bod. She so it does. works. It works. You know, maybe there's something right about the Tracy Anderson method. <laughs> Don't even go there. <laughs> I just wanted to get some rage going for you. There's <sighs> just... I don't have any problem with three pound weights. I have problems with women like Tracy Anderson who think we should only lift three pound weights. Right. That you don't want to get bulky. But like, mm -hmm. I, I, I have problems with people who like stru structure their life around not wanting to get bulky. Right. But what I'm trying to say is that let's just take a big right turn from Tracy Anderson so I don't go down the rage spiral. If you, you know, Brittany is maybe like, what did I text you earlier? She is like the no consequence train wreck that we all need we all right need. now to just mm -hmm. distract us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because like she, Brittany has weirdly had a tough life for all of like the money and fame that she has. So I don't want to make light of the fact that she definitely has some mental health stuff going on, but it's fascinating to watch from afar and it is a great brain break if you need one. Yes. <laughs> Which and it's just do. like that. Yeah. It's just like that 
that moment of she she seems happy and that's she what totally matters. seems happy it's like she, she seems like she's, she's loving living life let's she's hope literally she, living her best life let's hope that she's spending good quality time with her family and her children i don't see them in a lot of videos but that doesn't mean she's not with them <laughs> i'm like yeah she posts about them sometimes. you know just with her hot boyfriend who cooks her dinner i mean just yes. Brittany. You're doing great, you? and we want to be in that headspace during this quarantine. So, like, during the quarantine and isolation and social distancing, we can channel Brittany, and we can pose in front of red backgrounds, and we can post videos of ourselves doing dances. We can maybe, like, that's, I think the biggest thing is, it, what it comes across as is that she doesn't do any of this for anyone but no, herself like she no. gets up in the morning and she, and she gets completely done up oh, for no one i don't know if she gets done up i think she <laughs> she just looks she, like that all the time oh, now i think she just lets her makeup get all smudged and uh she doesn't really do her hair uh, it's fascinating. It's really, it's oh, and then she'll post like these, these memes or these quotes that look like a graphic from the eighties. And she'll be like, yes. I'm just sending everyone love today. Like she's got nothing but oh, love. My favorite one was, um, she was like the, the sacred text of Kabbalah tells us posted this picture of a self-help book. It was like, I just bought a book titled think smart, not hard. Yet this one, the Oracle of Kabbalah, says the only way your prayers are answered is if you don't use your head and only use your heart. Talk about mixed messages. <laughs> I was like, yeah, because you're comparing a self-help book with the Oracle of Kabbalah. <laughs> just oh, stuff like Brittany, that. It's so great. I just, I love like it. This one, it says confidence is not they will like me. Confidence is I'll be fine if they don't. And the caption she wrote is, God bless you all. <laughs> so good it's so good it's, it's so good. good get over to oh, Brittany's love you, Brittany. right now. I love you I so much you're doing her. great I do kind of miss you without whatever she put in her face that just you know she's it, that's one of those situations where I'm like oh just leave your beautiful face alone but that's but okay. like you know what she Brittany can do is like the epitome of you do you <laughs> you do you Brit. You okay, speaking of people you. that are characters and we're not really sure what's going on with them, but they seem fine. Let's talk about the Tiger King. Does the Tiger King seem fine? Not really. In the in the documentary, he seems like he's okay with his life, but Scott's very invested. By the way, Scott is playing video games like just in the next room. I, I'm convinced that he's doing this so he can like listen to our conversation because he doesn't oh, listen funny. to the podcast, but he's like, <laughs> he's like, I really... I really hope you guys talk about the Tiger King. He wants us to do like a breakdown. I'm like, there's plenty of shows that do that. I know there's a, po everyone wrote like, there's a podcast about it. I get it. But if you have not yet seen the documentary series on Netflix called the Tiger King, you might want to skip through this unless you don't mind spoilers. I'm not going to give the whole thing away, but we are going to be talking about it. So just here's your warning. So I think we mentioned it last week where I was like, you have to watch this. Or maybe it was this past week where you're like, okay, tell me about the Tiger King. Cause I know like everyone's yeah, talking about it. I texted Joy and I was like, okay, tell me about, tell me what I need to know about the Tiger King. And she provided an excellent, like one sentence summary that it's just batshit crazy. So last night we watched the first episode and we didn't start watching until like 10. So by the time the first episode was over, it was 11 and I was like, I have to go to bed, but I you want to away. watch the you, you can't look, can't look mm -hmm. the whole is okay so here's what i want to ask yeah is joe exotic joe bluth, joe bluth. <laughs> i think the he whole might time be. i'm watching this i, I was like oh be. my god 
Joe Exotic could be on Arrested Development. He, he 100%, 100% could be in Arrested Development 100% is Joe Bluth's long lost twin. Yeah. He's like Joe Bluth. Joe Bluth is hard to pronounce really when you're trying Kinda to. like Bob Blah Blah's. Bob Blah Blah's Blah Blah. Actually, that's very easy to pronounce. Bob Blah Blah's Blah Blah. Bob Blah Blah's Blah Blah. I hope you guys have watched Arrested Development. If I know what we're talking about. This is, I really, if you haven't, now's the time. Now is that, the per- this really is now the perfect the time. Perfect because time. It's not that many. It only made it like two and a half seasons. Yeah. The episodes are not long. And it oh, is hysterical. So you got to give it a, like, a, a solid gotta, three episodes before you even make a judgment. And I hate it when people tell me that. I'm like, why, why should I need because to like, you have waste to get five to know hours people. of my life? You got to get to know, I know the characters. Yeah. But this is the one. And I that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I typically, it drives me crazy when people tell me that. But Arrested Development is worth it. Like, let me list for you oh, the dozens so of shows I watched where it wasn't worth it. Because I'm very, very, very picky. Yep. Arrested Development is like my top, it's in my top three mm-hmm. of my all-time favorite shows mm-hmm. with 30 Rock and then uh, of like sitcoms. Uh, sitcoms, I'm going to say Friends, Arrested Development, and Parks and Rec are like top three for sure. Yeah. I would, I mean, if it's up there with Friends, like you have to watch you it. You have to watch it. It's, yeah, it's so hysterical. Good. But anyway, the point is Joe Exotic could 100% be a Bluth. Yeah, I agree. So mm-hmm. I don't really know what else to say about this show that hasn't already been said, but I will say it's crazy. And this took place in Oklahoma. My f- in-laws are from Oklahoma, near Oklahoma City. So did I tell you this? Scott called his parents and they're like, do you, oh yeah, I think I texted you this, but Scott called his parents and they're like, hey, do you, there's this documentary series, this guy in Oklahoma. And do you remember this guy? My father-in-law worked for the state of Oklahoma. He was, he worked in water quality. So he would like give tickets to people who were disposing waste in the water and like polluting the water. And he's like, oh yeah, I gave that guy tickets all the time. Like he was always disposing of waste improperly. And so they like totally know this guy like of disposing waste improperly. And I don't even want to know what he was disposing of. I can only imagine. But oh my God. Well, it could have, I mean, that kind of stuff can just, can be anything. It could have just meant that he was, you know, dumping porta potties in the yeah. sewer or something. Yeah, but I don't want to think Let's just about, go with that. Let's just go with that. But uh, the thing that I, I think the first thing that like, drags you in is is it his husband or ex-husband i think it's like one one of his current husbands the one with no teeth no teeth no shirt where's your no shirt where's your shirt where's your teeth oh really because i was drawn in by the guy with two insane clown posse prosthetic legs (laughs) insane clown or the guy with like five wives i don't know anyway who's which one you where to start uh, or is it the woman who exclusively wears cat print because she thinks it helps her get taken more seriously yeah more seriously and of a crown of roses all the time like her her little flower Mm. crowns um or is it the fact that joe exotic is a singer and makes country music videos oh that's right i did i did forget (laughs) immediately about that (laughs) let's see what other things are just literally drawn you in with our description so far i don't know what to tell you i i do not know what to tell you you're just missing out you are missing out. Quality content. Very, bu- very bizarre, guys. <laughs> very bizarre. Okay. So 
that's our that's our review corner because I really don't want to give it away. I feel like people really need to experience this on their own, but it is such a good distraction for what we're going through right now. I also did yesterday. I got such good ideas yesterday. I was like, I woke up and I got I I don't I don't like that feeling of like I'm starting to feel suffocated in the house and like not being able to you're not even having like the choice to go somewhere. And so I was like, I've got to make a plan today. I've got to like get some things in order of things I can do. So I had like a nice list of things that I got done yesterday that like did not involve going anywhere or seeing people. But we did end up going to, we did like a curbside order, which they too will deliver margaritas. And we did our favorite pub neighborhood bar takeout last night. And then we watched Invisible Man, which a lot of people were, I, I had to take a poll because it looks really silly, but the reviews were like insane. And it was, if you want a good suspenseful movie, it kind of reminded me of Sleeping with the Enemy with Julia Roberts. But for the reviews, just to, like I'm going to do my little review corner for the like amazing reviews I got, I would give it a 3.7 out of five stars. I really was not super impressed. I love Elizabeth Moss, but I wasn't like blown away by this movie. So um, the fact that it's on iTunes right 3. now. 3.7. Yeah, 3.7. Three is a little too low. Four is too high. Three and a half. I got to go 3.7. Like I just, it was really well directed and the the shots were really cool. And the concept's pretty cool, but I can see the messaging behind it truly around like domestic violence with women and not believing women. So I have to kind of say like that was a really important message. But as far as the actual storyline and the movie itself, I was like, uh, I would not spend $20 to rent it right now because obviously they're trying to rent movies more expensive because you can't go to a theater. You know how when they come to rent on 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 iTunes, it's only like four or five bucks. <laughs> so we rented it for 20 bucks. And I was like, I don't know if it was worth it. Save your money. Wait till it goes to like a $5 rental. That's it for Movie Corner. I don't have any other shows to review. I've been like watching Shit's Creek. I've been trying to kind of lay off Netflix because it's starting to get to a point where I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like depressing me. And I'm getting caught in like social media scrolling. And those are not good for my brain long term. I feel like there's no end in sight still. So we're um, trying to be a little more creative with what we do with our days. I know. I've had to like, I definitely have had to put in some coping mechanism boundaries. Like I've started plugging my phone in in the living room at night when I go to sleep. Oh, that's a good idea. So that because I had two nights in a row where I was literally up until four in the morning just looking at news stories. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. And if my phone is next to me, like I just instinctively grab, grab it. And it. if it's not next to, me, next to me, then it's like, oh, okay. Like I'm 100% more likely to just calm down and go to sleep. Yeah. And then in the morning, Brandon wakes up before me. And so he just wakes me up. But like, so I don't, but also I have an infant, so I don't sleep in. So it's not like, like the baby monitor typically wakes me up before my phone wakes me up most mornings anyway. So people also are always like, well, how do you wake up if you're going to plug your phone in? You could also just order an alarm clock from Amazon, which update on Amazon. Okay. I have greatly loosened my commitment to not order anything from Amazon for obvious reasons. I still am trying as best as I can to, well, first of all, we're, we're shopping at Whole Foods. There's not like... We've been doing that. The Luckies in our in our town closed. Luckies like a month ago or two months ago. Same here. And announced, like, if they would have stayed open, yeah. they would have just cleared, cleaned house like gangbusters. Cleaned they would have, yeah. House. They're probably kicking themselves like, oh, yeah. wow, we really sh- I mean, made that call three months too early. Three months too but early. But they closed down Ugh. like... They, they're based out of Boulder. Most of their locations, I guess, are in Florida. So, and they had like maybe 75 locations around the country and they closed like all but five of them. Ugh. 
So there's still one in North Boulder. The point of the story is that we've been doing some shopping at Whole Foods. And then now that, you know, we can't really go anywhere. And a lot of the normal stores where we would go buy stuff, um, just, you know, we aren't going to Pearl Street and like perusing the shelves at Peppercorn. So I'm ordering cookbooks. Peppercorn is the most amazing store, by the way. It's my favorite. It's the best place to peruse. It's It's by far. It's such a good perusing store. It has everything. And just when you think you're done, there's another room. There's another room. Totally. And you're like, oh my God, there's an upstairs. Like, and then, yeah, it's the best. Uh, And they have all these just random, it's like a novelty kitchenware store. Novelty and tchotchkes and things that you, nothing but tchotchkes and like, like so many times like spiralizers. Yes. Yes. And you're like, oh my gosh, my (laughs) life would be so different if I owned this like copper cream puff pan. Yeah. Why don't I own this? This is what's been holding me back from my dreams. Yeah. And, you know, and while I'm at it, I'm going to need this, like, you know, bento box with Joe Exotic's face on it. Yeah. Like, but it's not kitschy. Yeah. Tea towel with, it's, like, a yeah. Labrador on it. You're, anything. Anything. Yeah, anything you but can it, need and, But and it's want. not like a gag shop. No. It's all just, like, high, oh, I love it. Okay. High end. Yes. High end tchotchkes. High end tchotchkes. A giant room full of them. So, so the point of the story is that we've been ordering some stuff on Amazon. Like, we got Miles, like, a new, he, he outgrew his bike helmet. So we ordered him a new bike helmet on Amazon because I was like, I'm not freaking going to Target right now. Yeah. To, with my kid. No. I'm not taking him into Target to try on a bike helmet. So, you know, I think just literally desperate times call for desperate measures. And like no one no one predicted when you were making this New Year's resolution that literally we were no going to be in a uh, pandemic that we're going to like So I think everyone's going to tr- give you some grace on that. Well, and also like, I mean, I don't care if people get mad yeah. because this is my own resolution. And, and like the point of it, the point of making that resolution has been to just, I was like any moment that I needed something, I would just instantly order it on right, the Amazon Right, it was app. like second nature. And so, it, you know, the point of that was just to give me space from that impulse mm-hmm. and make me think like, okay... I'm going to make the effort instead to try to find it. It wasn't ever like no Amazon forever. No way. It was like no Amazon unless I can't find another more reasonable option. Right. Or another like not even more reasonable, just another reasonable option. And so I found myself, you know, waiting until I could actually go in, go to a smaller, like a locally owned business and try to find the item or whatever, you know, or going online to a locally owned business or a smaller business. And so I'm still really trying to do that because, you know, small businesses right now need it more than ever. But and I'm not ordering like that much random stuff also because, you know, everyone's like, what's the economy doing? But I did have some people on my personal Instagram reach out about that. And they were like, I gave up Amazon too, and now I feel really bad. Like I need to order paper towels. I'm like, yeah, order paper towels. Like do what there you are, need to do. we are there's we're in a judgment free zone right now, yeah. and we're always in a judgment free zone for the record, right? But yeah, especially I now, we're not going to be preachy now. about the environment while important. While we're important, it's okay if that's not your priority in this moment. In this moment, right? And the priorities definitely need to shift. So, yeah. Uh, I really feel for all the parents out there who have no reprieve. Yep. No place to take your kids for play dates. Can't do play dates. Can't do get nope. togethers. Can't do family get togethers. You can't do friend dates with your kids where you can kind of like have a little bit of a break. You can't do, you can't take your kids to daycare. Nope. You can't take your kids to school. 
Nope. You can't do anything but entertain your own children. So I was talking to my mom about this yesterday too. And I was like, man, I just feel like different generations are going to experience this differently, obviously. But I'm like, mom, I kind of feel like how you raised when you were raising children is kind of a little bit how we are right now. And she's like, yeah, I just had to throw you plates and macaroni and say, do something with it. (laughs) Plates and macaroni, glue it together. (laughs) Seriously, we are. She would just take dry macaroni, give us two on a plate and we would just play with it. Like we are at that point where I'm Miles is like, Mom, can I do this? And I like don't even look. I'm like, Yeah, whatever it is, go for go it. Go for it. And he's like giving himself a tattoo. I'm like, I don't even care. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He has a prison tattoo now. Yeah. My it's one of my good Daniel friends Tiger. was posting uh she has two girls and one of my uh, she posted a meme that was like this guy it was like on day two of quarantine where the kids are just like running crazy and he's just sitting back in a chair and he's like, I approve. By all means, go ahead, like whatever you need to do to get through this time. And I almost feel like we just need to be really mindful too that if you are losing your patience, if you're getting angry at your kids, if you're yelling more, like this is all a symptom of the crazy, crazy changes that we've been experiencing. So also don't like beat yourself up over that. Like you don't have a break. You don't have a break at all. One of our friends like on social media, I don't know where I see these things anymore, but it was like a friend of ours saying they got up super, super, super early so they they could just go to the bathroom by themselves so that their kids weren't like following them around. <laughs> like, got up at 4 a.m. Oh, it was my friend from grad school. Got up at 4 a.m. so they could just go to the bathroom by myself. <laughs> this is where we are, and this is okay. So if you need to go like, you know, punch a pillow to get the anger out and get the frustration out, it is frustrating times too. So now is not the time either to be like, I'm going to find my chi, and I'm going to be patient with my children, and we're going to develop this really n- nurturing homeschooling environment. It's like, now is not the time to put yourself under that pressure as well. <laughs> now is not the time to add items no, to your life. Absolutely not. No adding. No, no adding. adding. Just surviving. Just sustaining <sighs> what you currently already have going. Yeah. Unless you, you know, do it works for you. But yeah, we are like, we're definitely not, we don't have a, like a schedule. We don't really have like a, okay, you know, we're going to wake up and do this at this time. If that works for you, then great. It definitely would not work for us. And so I have not even tried. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of, kind of try to, I try to at least make sure that like inside time and outside time is somewhat balanced. And then the only, the only like real thing that we have been trying to do is to keep it so that the only screen time Miles gets is he watches a movie while I'm making dinner. Mm-hmm. And that has been helpful just to get him out of my hair while I'm making dinner. And it also motivates him because he doesn't, I mean, he has gotten a movie every day for the last two weeks. He doesn't usually get movies this often. I mean, obviously, Nev's usually gets movies this often. But like for him, like a movie is still a big deal. And so that's his motivation for the whole day is like, okay, if you do, we call it first time listening. Like if, you, if he's like follows directions, like if you do first time listening and you don't have any other screen time during the day then you get a movie while I'm cooking dinner and so it's just that's like our one thing that we've done and it's worked out and we're on week two of it mostly working yeah yeah so which is week two I'm like how long is this gonna go on I know this time last week I was like I just want it I just want one more week out of this so yeah I got my one more week hopefully we get a little more time but Mm -hmm. so anyway yeah but it is. I see a lot of people I'm watching everyone posting their creative ideas of things that they're doing with their families or with their friends and all the Zoom meetings and Zoom dates and Zoom happy hours. Whatever it is that you're doing to connect with people, I think is really important. But it's also, I'm see, I'm still seeing a lot of messaging around grief and the loss of 
you know, the life that we've lived as a normal second, not even get, having to give a second thought of just going where we want to go and making the plans. And yeah, it's just, it's just very real. And I think that I've noticed that I've seen like the first week is almost like the quote unquote, really poor analogy, like honeymoon phase, but you're like a week of it's still new week or two, it's still kind of new of like, okay, you're like psyching yourself up that you are wrapping your head around what this is going to be like. But now I think we're getting a little exhausted and like, okay, now, now we want to see some sort of timeline associated with this and we can't. And that's, I think, getting really hard too. So, but I had a good idea yesterday, not a good idea, but I posted this and a lot of people like, oh, that's a good idea. So I wanted to share this on the podcast that if you have like greeting cards laying around, write your friends real greeting cards, like send stuff in the mail, send nursing homes greeting cards, like whatever you can to connect to the outside world or like send out real mail. I think that's really a good activity that always makes me feel good. I'd love to hear other ideas as we move along this time in our lives that you've come up with are things that have been really helpful for you, whether it be like an online support group, which by the way, there are a lot of online support groups. I know the Eating Disorder Association, I got to get the website and I'll post it, is doing online free support groups, as well as a few resources with um, substance abuse doing free online support groups. So I just want to throw that out there too. If you want those resources, I'll post those in the show notes. But yeah, send us your feedback, ideas, things that are helping you get through this time. This is Joy and Claire at gmail.com. Let's take a quick break and talk about our sponsor for this week. I think this is also all of these sponsors that we've been having are perfect for quarantine time because this week, our great sponsor is Comrade Socks, ComradeSocks.com. Comrade Socks was created to find a simple way to feel better and energized every day. It's not your average socks. They spent two years developing smart socks with all-day comfort, style, and certified health benefits. They're designed for everyday wear, so they're the world's most comfortable compression socks, from a padded toe and heel cushion to slide-free cuffs that keep socks in place all day. They believe compression and comfort go hand in hand. Comrade Companions are everyday essentials that work great for preventing swelling from a comfortable travel, sitting and standing for long periods like working at a desk or on your feet, speeding up muscle recovery after workouts, and they're a great way to prevent swelling, discomfort, and spider veins during pregnancy. They come in a range of colors and styles that have the look of a casual sock. These are true graduated compression socks that increase your circulation, helping blood travel up from your feet toward your heart. More circulation means more energized legs, less pain and swelling, and more comfortable days. Their smart silver antimicrobial technology prevents odor-causing bacteria so socks stay fresher longer. We love Comrade Socks because they're great for everyday wear. I wear them to work all the time. I'm on my feet a lot. I'm walking around. They make me feel great. And I've been running a lot more, so this really helps with the circulation of my legs, and I feel like I recover faster. You can support the podcast by supporting Comrade Socks, comradesocks.com. The discount code is JOY. Thank you for supporting the great sponsors and supporting the podcast. All right. So we've got a lot of people as well to talk about. Oh, before I forget, before I forget, I had another crazy quarantine dream that I posted about. My latest quarantine dream was that I was at Jennifer Aniston's house and we were having dinner together. I think this was because we talked about who we'd want to spend the quarantine with. And I said, Jennifer Aniston. And I was at her house and like, she took me into her house and showed me her closet and like all the friends outfits were there. And I was just like, Jen, this is so great. But we were like best friends. And so Jen, if you're listening to the podcast, I just want you to know 
you want to invite us over, we would gladly oblige. This is your in. I know you, you've been anxiously waiting in the wings thinking, when's the right time to email my icons, Joy and Claire, if I just am so worried they'll reject me. Oh my God, it's so good. But we did a post about what people miss. And, you know, during this time, I think a lot of people, like last week, were like, we're trying to please everybody, make everybody happy. Some people don't want to talk about this. Some people do want to talk about this. But I think the point is, is like, we're in this, so it's hard not to talk about it. But I think that people just wanted to, to share. Uh, we put a post up that's saying, we miss people. Do you need a place to talk about what you're missing right now? Put it in the burn book. And so people just wrote a few comments of things that they're missing. And a lot of people are like, I miss hugging my friends and living alone is really challenging. So if you live alone and you don't have someone to talk to, I think that's really isolating. I would really encourage people if they're going through this alone and living alone, if you don't have a pet, that's got to be even harder is to maybe foster a pet if you can. I know a lot of shelters are needing foster homes. So if you have that ability to, and you don't want to commit to actually owning a pet, maybe helping out a shelter and fostering an animal is a good way to kind of like have something else in your home. But doing Zoom meetings or FaceTime, Zoom meetings, I'm just talking about like if you want to talk to multiple people, which by the way, a listener suggested that we do a Zoom recording with like three or four listeners asking us questions. I'm like, that would be really fun. So if you're interested in doing that, if you have an interest in actually being on the show and maybe us recording a Zoom meeting with people asking us questions or just kind of having some type of (laughs) therapy support support group during this time, uh, email us. This is Joy and Claire. This is Joy and Claire at gmail.com. I noticed. We could even just do a live, like a live Zoom and just tell people, okay, this is the time. This is the link. Yeah. I think, you know, up to like 100 people can join and then you kind of just toggle on and off the screen. But okay, let's look into that. That'd be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'd be really fun. There's a part of me that would want to do a smaller group for people. Like I'd want to know why you would want to be on it just to kind of keep it a little more contained for recording purposes. Yeah. But if you're interested, let us know. And maybe if you have a topic that you want to talk about and things that you would want to ask us, I think that would be a really good idea. And I'm not even thinking like, not even for recording, just like f- to give us all a chance to just see other people's faces That's and true. say hi. That's true. I absolutely Just like a literal that. just hang out. Yeah. So ba- maybe both. Maybe both because I'm always down for getting content. I can relate to this next one. Oh my God. Miss, I miss going to Target and just strolling the aisles. And that is something that's like a comfort for me. I love going to Target. I love getting a Starbucks. I love just perusing and looking at products. And I really, really miss that. That's something that my coworker and I were talking about this the other day because we were just feeling a lot of stress at work. (sighs) And I'm like, and my coping skills aren't there. I can't go to my CrossFit gym and see my friends and kind of get out of my normal world. And I think the fact that you want to go to a store and just zone out is gone and that just feels really crappy too. A lot of people are saying they miss coaching or they miss classes that they're at their gym. I feel like I did that at whole at like Whole Foods yesterday. I was yeah. like peru- I was just sort of like wandering a little. I mean, not really wandering because it's like so. You it does feel pretty frantic at the store still. Yeah, doesn't it? You feel like you kind of have to like get in and get out. Yeah, and you but I went feel in- like a so- a social pressure to not linger. Like yes. I even feel pressure if I want to buy like a chapstick. You know, they're like, For, like that's not essential. One? Yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, and then, and like, we're, we are repainting our main floor and like the hardware stores are open, but we still went the night before they announced that, you know, the whole state was going on lockdown to buy more paint. Cause I was like, can we buy paint at the hardware store right now? Like, I don't really know what the rule around, like if, if an essential store has non-essential items, can you go there just for those items? Right. 
That fe- I mean, I feel like that kind of goes against the purpose of only doing essential outings. Totally. And so even though, you know, they're, I, don't, I doubt they'd stop you and be like, um, you can't come in here and only get paint. Right. I feel like you would get glares. And right. Like, I know. You it's can't, like that like, You're not glare. supposed to do that. Yeah. But it's funny, too, to see how different states, I mean, for obviously it's the whole world going through this, but my best friend lives in Montana and she was like going to a friend's house that night. I'm like, what? You're going to a friend's house? And I'm like, Melanie, you can't go to a friend's house. And so they're like two and a half weeks behind us. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Just so you know, this is coming. Like, don't go to her house. (laughs) Don't go. Don't go anywhere. Like there's certain states that are definitely behind because they're not at the the place that we're at. Um, And then obviously there's states that are really, really far ahead of us and doing very poorly. And so we're trying to avoid that. It's just... It's just a lot. It's just a lot. But we all miss Target. And someone said they missed going to Starbucks and Target. And I'm like, yes, hashtag Starbucks and Target. Uh, someone wrote, I started dating this amazing guy right before this all started. I miss seeing him in person. We've been having some very fun FaceTime dates, though. And that would be so hard. I think that would be so hard when you're dating... Uh, someone else wrote, I miss enjoying the outdoors instead of having a spike in anxiety when I step outside one day at a time. Thanks for the podcast and the space to release our feelings. Lauren said, I just want to say that while my life is exactly the same as before COVID, I'm ready for it to all be behind us. I'm like, yeah, that's probably true. Like my life is very similar in the sense that I still have to go to work and I come home, but I just don't go anywhere. So it's, it's very similar where I'm going to work, coming home. Right, like Walking during, my the dog. Weekday, during the your weekday, routine is my the same. routine is pretty my routine is pretty much the same. Another listener wrote, I miss a good cup of coffee that someone else has made and uh, and our house cleaners. Christina says, My parents and my sister's family, we are all geographically separated and I haven't seen them since January. Life with a beach view said, What they all said, plus I really miss the freedom of traveling. We were supposed to go to London and Ireland this week, and who knows when it will be rescheduled. A small price to pay, I agree, but sad nonetheless. And this is very true. It's like, it's okay to grieve the losses that you had these plans, but we all know that this, there's a greater purpose of doing it. So there's no shame in being like, I'm so sad that Scott and I probably won't plan a Hawaii trip this year just because we like no idea what's going to happen. That is okay to grieve that. It's also just a sad state in the world right now. It's sunny and 77 in Charlotte today, a perfect day to take our pup to a brewery. Wouldn't that be nice? I know. I miss the mundane tasks, grocery shopping, window shopping at Nordstrom. I love window shopping. I miss going to Nordstrom and buying my makeup. I can't go to Sephora. I really, really love going to Ulta. But I've, uh, sorry, I just totally interrupted this person's uh, comment. Nordstrom, my gym, hugging friends, hugging family, but I have enjoyed my husband working from home. So we hear all of the things that you miss in your life. We're here for you. We miss them too. You're not alone. We're doing great. We're still doing great. We're still doing great. Okay. What else do we have as far as uh, questions? Did you have a little like, let's take a brain break? Yeah. So we feel like this is like how the rhythm of our podcast the last couple of times, I feel like it's working out for us pretty well. So let's just stay the course where we stay do a little course. bit of COVID and then take a, take <laughs> just a little, just, just a little get off COVID. trail and do a brain break and just do some, like we were doing would you rathers. Do some mindless. Yeah. Let's just answer some questions. Okay. What random stranger has had the biggest impact on your life? Random stranger, random stranger. Okay. Recently, I'm just going to say recently that comes to mind. Two come to mind, but one was when I was really like in my 20s and it still makes me laugh. But 
I'll tell that tell that in a second. One recently really, really made me feel so good and so hopeful that it reminded me that in the midst of chaos and in the midst of daily life, people are really kind. And I was going to the post office, this was pre-quarantine, and I was going to the post office and I pulled up and there was not a lot of people there and I had to drop off a big package. I think it was my thread up bag. And I was carrying this big bag, or I think it was like two big bags. And there was this father and son at the front of the doors, like kind of, they were kind of leaving and there's double doors. So it was the first door, then an atrium, then the second door. And so I walked in and the dad held the front door and I saw the son like step back in and hold the second door for me. And they didn't even like say, hey, hold the door for her. They just both automatically stopped what they were doing. They were like clearly on their way out and leaving. And then they both stopped and turned around to hold both doors open for me, which part of me is like, I could have probably clearly had done it by myself, but they both stopped at the same time simultaneously just to do a nice gesture without like any feeling of like, it was like truly you could tell that the pure kindness of their heart. And that was just like so, so kind that I remember thinking there's truly nice people. And that just made me feel so, so good. And then the other one was so fun. I still think of this because it was just so cute. And it was like a time in my life where I was young and you're still kind of like building up your confidence about your life. <laughs> and I was driving home late one night and it sounds this like, as I tell this, I'm like, this sounds kind of creepy, but it was like purely innocent. But <laughs> I was driving in my pickup truck home one night from like a night out with my friends and I was on the freeway in Mesa, Arizona, and I'm just like driving my pickup. And this motorcycle guy rides right up next to me and he was like young and he just looks at me and he points to me and then he points to behind him like on his motorcycle. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. It was like the cutest flirty moment of just two strangers that I always remember because I'm like, that was just so cute. And it made me smile. It's like nothing happened. Obviously, we're like driving down the freeway. But I just remember thinking like that was just the cutest gesture that someone could make. And it was not like at all like this creepy situation. But yeah, I would say those are like, <laughs> those are the first two things that come to mind. I know yeah. there's more of like sweet right. stranger interactions. But those two like really stick in my head. What about you? One, let's see. I have I have three, but they're short. Okay. One is from earlier this week. So I've, a lot of people have been asking me for sourdough starter. Oh, yeah. And I've been offering it, not just asking, but I've been offering. And so a lot of actually like four or five um, podcast listeners have who live in the area have come and pick up sourdough starter. And one of the people who came and got sourdough starter left a little jar of flowers on my doorstep because I haven't even been like talking to people. I just leave it on my doorstep and say like, hey, it's out there. Yes. Come pick it up. And she left a little jar of flowers and I didn't notice it for like an hour. And then I opened the door and I was like, what? Or Brandon did. He brought them in. He was like, somebody left these flowers for you. And that was just so sweet. And I was like, oh, we don't know each other in real life. But like now you have something that came from my house, a little sourdough starter that I've been like keeping alive for the last six months. And you brought me a little jar of flowers and it was just so cute. Um, and just like the thought of her, you know, stopping on the way to my house to pick up flowers was just so cute. Yeah. Another one is when I was like probably seven, I fell down the stairs of my school bus while I was getting off out of the bus and my school bus driver carried me home. Oh, and I lived, I lived like a block or like a half block, maybe away. Like I lived in a, um, on a street that was like a, not a court, but you know, it was like a loop, like, like a cul-de-sac almost, not even a cul-de-sac. Like if you, I, I'm, I know there's a word for this and I just can't think of it. You know, if like, 
like you imagine like the main street through a neighborhood and then another street that has like, it's like a U that attaches to the oh, main yeah, street. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I, but I lived at like the apex of the U. Uh-huh. And then our bus stop was at like the corner of the, the my street and the main street. And so he okay. like walked, he carried me all the way to my house. Aww. Um Yeah. And then the other one was, I was in an airport. I've told this story before on the podcast. When I, I was in Seattle, my college boyfriend gr- oh my graduated. God, yes. yes, he graduated like a two a year and a half before I did and moved to Seattle to work for Boeing. And I'm like a couple months after we like broke up when he left, but we still stayed in touch. It was a bad idea. Like two or three months after he moved, I went there to visit him and it, the whole trip was just like the most like it was just a mess. And as I was leaving, we were like on the way to the airport and he tells me that he actually has another girlfriend and like but like we've been like the whole weekend together. And and so I just like it had just been a lot. And so I get into the airport and I'm sitting in the airport terminal or at my gate and I'm talking to my mom on the phone and I'm just sobbing. And this random man comes over and he just says, I looks like you really could use a hug. Can I give you a hug? And he just, and he gave me a hug and he was like, that guy's an idiot. Oh, that's <laughs> like, oh. so sweet. I it was love people. So I love people. And it wasn't creepy. You know, like he was just like, can I give you I a know. hug? He really was, looked yeah. like he could it's use the a same hug. Thing with my motorcycle. I'm like, it yeah. sounds creepy, but it was just so pure. It was I know, like it so was. pure and just like a no strings attached gesture of yeah, love. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay, oh. what what's an achievement you are proud of, but most people would consider silly or weird? An achievement. Mm. I mean, most people think running a marathon is silly or weird. I still think running the New York City Marathon was one of my favorite things in the whole world where people would be like, what? Why? Or the fact that I was really excited to run it again a few years ago and couldn't. I think people are... If you run marathons or have been a runner in your life, you understand. But a lot of people are like, that's really bizarre. I don't know why you'd be so excited for that. <laughs> running is not a, not no. a fun thing to do. Running's, running's not, <laughs> not my thing. Um, or even just doing like CrossFit, people think is weird. You know? Yeah, like, that's <laughs> true. I'm trying to think what's an achievement that people, most people consider silly or weird. Watching all the Harry, Harry Potter movies. <laughs> I don't really know if that's an achievement. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're kind of long, aren't they? I feel like every, they're really long. Every time that I like bake a, a like bake something new or cr- like grow something successfully in my garden, I really feel very proud. And I always want to be like, look what I made. And people are like, Claire, like it's a garden. Like humans have been planting plants for a hundred years or a thousand thousands right, of years, a right. hundred years. Um, okay, what period in history had the best fashion? <gasps> Oh my gosh, the 80s. I love the 80s. And it's like the, it's like the best worst fashion, but it's, it's like so, the trashiest so fashion. Here's for the sure. thing. Here's the thing I think of. There's nothing like it. Like the way that it evolved into punk is there's nothing like it. So the 70s absolutely was amazing, but I feel like that turn into the 80s was just a whole that's it kind of like started this explosion of color. And crimping and glitter. I mean, I will just forever stick to the 80s. I think it's the best decade ever. That's hysterical. I think I have to go with like the roaring 20s fashion. I was going to say, you're going to go with the 20s. Yeah, I love it. (laughs) It's just like, I, while I deeply appreciate that I have not had to do anything except put on leggings for the last two weeks, sometimes I wish that we lived in an era where you had to get ready Mm -hmm. to like Mm -hmm. go out and do stuff. Like you had to like. Yeah, like you had to get 
you had to like corset that shit in. I mean, you just had to do everything under the sun to like make like, yourself. You I had mean, to like granted, your okay. dress was handmade. Right. You know, like you had like your one dress. Right. Let's be clear. I never want to bring corsets back. Nope. But I just feel like there was a completely different world of like style and fashion. I totally agree. But on a side note, it was very, very cute the other day when we were going to get a, our, actually it was last night doing our curbside pickup. While I don't endorse this and nor do I think this was like the safest thing for people to do, I can absolutely see when people get desperate, like how you just want connection. And who's to say this may have been a married couple. It may have been a dating couple, but it was so cute. We, we passed by in the neighborhood, this adorable couple, and they looked like they were in their 20s that had gotten so dressed up and you could just tell that they just needed to get out of the house and spend time together. And they were just super dressed up. They had you know, beverage cups that who knows what was in them. We're not judging anybody out in public, sitting on a park bench, just talking. And I'm like, that's, we need that. We need connection. That's like the perfect example of how bad we do need to get out and put on amazing clothes and be together and share a glass of alcohol. Share share an adult beverage or tea, whatever. That sounds so yeah. like such a fun idea. So just like- cute. It was so cute. I mean, they both looked adorable. And both Scott and I were like, look at that cute couple. Oh my gosh. Like they're just totally they just needed to connect. And they're walking, smelling the flowers. I'm like, yep. this is where you just that's all you need. You have a roof over your head, you yep. have food. Who cares whatever else you have? Um, this next question is ironic and we're not, we are not going to answer it, but I just think it's ironic that it's on this list. Uh What would be your strategy for surviving an apocalyptic epidemic? (sighs) Staying in the house. Staying in the house. Stay inside. Washing your hands. I think it's so funny. I saw a really funny meme that was like, if you had asked me what I thought the most stressful part of surviving a global pandemic would be, I never would have thought my answer would be teaching elementary school math. Yeah. Oh my God. Ugh, all those parents all doing homeschool. You guys are all doing great. Okay. Just, you're doing great. What is something you think you will regret in the future not starting now? And what is something you already regret not starting sooner? This oh. may be maybe like motivational. Okay. For okay. To think wait, about. You have to repeat that because my brain didn't wrap that. Okay. Go ahead again. What is something you think you will regret in the future if you don't start now? Oh, okay. And what is something you already regret not starting sooner? Oh. Man, <laughs> I don't like this question. It's really forcing my shit to the surface. <laughs> I pass. I don't want to answer it. No. If I don't start now, I think, hmm, that's, I don't know. I actually, I honestly don't know what I would start now that I would potentially regret. I do regret not going back to get my PhD, but now I don't think I would need it because my job right now doesn't require it. But back when I was in my master's program, when I was graduating graduating my master's program, I actually didn't, I applied to, to a PhD program and I didn't get in. And there was all this drama around it. And I felt like I was, yeah, it was just, it was a, it was a situation where I had a lot of resentment because I felt like I, I should have been accepted, but there were some weird situations and drama around it that I felt like looking back, who cares at this point, but I didn't get in and I had a lot of resentment and disdain around it. So I just kind of like, put it off. But looking back, I'm like, yeah, I ended up like with a really good job and a really good trajectory. But I still have moments where it's the sliding door thing where we talked about a few weeks ago. It's like, what if my life would have gone on where I had a PhD? So that's something I I still think about, like, what if, what if? But truly where I think about continuing education. And I'd be super curious to hear from people where you are, if you're in the same predicament, or if you have gone back to get uh, more education or a higher degree, 
if you feel like it was worth it, because at this point where I'm at in my career, I'm not sure it would be worth it to be in more student debt now. Like I just paid off my student debt last year. I would be getting more student loans and be in more debt if I were to obtain a a different degree or another degree or maybe a second master's. But perhaps that would make it would lead to a career a different career path that I didn't know existed. So I'd be curious to hear from people's experiences because that's something I think about all the time of whether or not I should. <laughs> Claire's taking a selfie, and that weighs heavily on my mind because I do love learning. I do love being in school. I I love all of those things, but. There's a part of me too, which I know sounds silly, but I'll kind of go to that place of like, well, I'm 42. I know I'm not old, but it's that you kind of think about like, what benefit would it be to do that now in my life? I don't know. But then you hear people like going back when they're 70. And so it's it's obviously something I'm not clear about right now, but I'd love to hear from people if they've experienced that or done that in their lives. As far as something I'd start now, maybe that's it. Maybe it's something related to continuing education that looking back, I'm like, I should not have just sat on it or worried about the money. But that's a very real thing. Like, I don't want to be in student debt again. It just... That's something I think about a lot. So I'd love feedback. I need help. Listeners, help me, please. Wow, that really did open a can of I know. I told I'm, you. I'm I was like, like, I don't know. Like, I, 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 Mine I, is just more like, oh, <sighs> I wish I'd stuck with Spanish. Yeah, like I, this is a lot of like <laughs> self-exploration that I don't want to deal with. It's like clearly I'm, I'm like avoiding my emotions. So now I'm like, ah, I'm all torn up inside. Um, so yours is Spanish. What else? What about right now? <laughs> Yeah, I used to I used to like be fairly fluent in Spanish. Like I could care easily carry on a full conversation as someone like I could live my life in Spanish for the most part and now yeah. I can't even close. I can still understand it, I can still read it and I can still yep. listen to That's it the for same the most with part, French. but I can't speak it. Yeah. I, when I lived in France, I was like, Oh, if I would have just kept going, I would have been so fluent. I can still read yeah. it and understand it, but right. speaking is so different. Um, and then what is something you already regret not starting sooner? Oh, the way that was that one was Spanish. Yeah. What do I wish I could do now? Now. I mean, I could always pick Spanish back up. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's apps. That you could just plug it right in. Okay. Let's do two more. Okay. You're going to love this question. What are you completely over and done with? I'm completely over and done with quarantoned. Oh, yeah. Quarant- that's a new one we heard this week. Quarantoned. 15. I am kind of over as much as I support be- people being healthy and mentally healthy. I'm over the statements and announcements about how we should or should be okay, how we should be eating or not be eating during the quarantine, how it's okay to feel your feelings. I'm kind of like over those reminders because I'm like, okay, we know that. I just want to focus on something else. Like you continue, it's almost like continuing to talk about body image makes you just think about body image. So continuing to focus on health and fitness or whether or not you should be, you know, feeling guilty during this quarantine of how you eat or work out all of it, all of the messaging, I'm so over. I just want to move on with our lives. I'm like, okay, great. I get all the messaging. I get all the reminders. Done. I'm not going to feel guilty about having a donut during the quarantine or whatever the heck. I, You know what I mean? Like those things, I'm just so over. I'm over all of it. <laughs> I don't want to see the reminders. Even if they're helpful to some people, I'm over it. Great. All honesty. I am over Tracy Anderson method. Um, yeah. I- <laughs> Oh, I'm also over, I'm, and this is this will come to no one's surprise, surprise to no one, I'm over influencers acting like experts. Yes. Great. Done. I'm over the look of dresses with white sneakers. <laughs> you guys are like crazy? Keds? Like Keds? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. 
this is like a trend. And I'm also over, I mean, most of the stuff that's coming to my mind is like child related. Like I'm over the Frozen soundtrack. I'm just over it. <laughs> I feel like that's, not a lot of people, I don't know if you're a parent, you probably can, can relate. I bet you a lot of people can relate to that. Yeah. All right. One, one last one. Okay. Okay. This one is kind of a little bit related to that one, but I think it's also going to, I think you're going to have a good answer. Okay. What is something that you think people are only pretending to like or are deluding themselves into liking? <laughs> keto. <laughs> Nobody wants to fucking eat keto. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just like, really? Just who really, doesn't want to eat bread? You don't want, Who you really doesn't don't want to eat like, okay, I'll do like for a moment, I get the people who have to eat that way. I'm not talking about you. I'm not talking about people who, who have a prescriptive diet to eat keto. Not talking no. about that at all. I'm talking about the diet as a trend. Absolutely not. You don't like it. You want a cookie. You know it. You don't want a fucking keto cookie. I don't buy it at all. And I'm sorry for the F-bombs. I should have, I'm gonna have to cut those out, but like nobody wants to eat that way. Absolutely not. I, You're lying. Yes. You are lying that you don't want bread. Go to matzah. Get yourself some bread after this quarantine is over. Have a pallet of bread delivered to you and then come talk to me about your freaking keto diet. <laughs> I'm sorry. The quarantine is I, bringing I, out my true feelings. I knew feelings. you were going to have a strong opinion on that one. I was laughing because I was at the store. There hasn't been flour at the store for like three weeks. <laughs> and I saw a meme that was like, you got, or that was like, um, y'all ain't gluten intolerant anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so funny oh well, let me read the meme that I, that made me laugh it was the, mm. one of the tweets that you curated yeah if you guys need a laugh my favorite my life's <laughs> purpose, is, purpose to is to curate memes. all the memes so you yeah. follow my my <laughs> personal instagram which is claire hko and um it's so i funny. all i do is repost memes yeah so one says <laughs> it's from a tweet from it's at P-I-L-A-U is his handle. And it says, Amazon, your package will be delivered on Wednesday. Me. When is that? (laughs) Grace Spellman says, when this thing is all over, I'm going into town and greeting every single person like Belle does in that song about the townspeople. (laughs) Oh, this next one is my favorite. Are you going to read it? Yeah, go. You go. Oh, you're a feminist? Name every woman. Whitney Houston. (laughs) People are so so funny. People are so funny. They're really are. I love. I think that's like one of my highlights is going through your feed for tweets, or I'll just go through. I think it's like hoo ha ha or something. I can't remember. Yeah, like some account where they retweet or they repost a bunch of tweets from the week, like the funniest tweets throughout the week. Oh, because people, you have to have humor during during this time. You really do. Yep. If you don't laugh. My fa- I think my favorite one from the week is, we are quarantined, but our boobs are finally free. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. <laughs> <sighs> so right. many free boobs. So Let's many free boobs. Let's just end it on that. Oh, I guess okay. wait, I didn't answer the question. What do I think people oh, yeah, are yeah. deluding themselves into liking? Chocolate mint. Okay. It's gross. Everyone thinks that they like, everyone's like, oh, I love chocolate. You don't. Why would you love it? It just tastes mm-hmm. like you're eating chocolate right after you brush your teeth. Yeah. Why do you want that? Why are you inviting that into your mouth? Yeah, that's actually a good point. Now I can't look at it the same way because no, I, I didn't mind gross. it. Like I'm not a, I'm not afraid of a Thin Mint or not Thin Mints. What's that? Um, yeah, Thin Mints. That's Is it are. Thin Mints? Are Thin yep. Mints minty? Yeah, I'm not afraid of it. But now I think of it differently because I'm like, it is kind of like you're brushing your teeth. 
So one last one last funny thing. You know how last week we talked about the songs and how Sandy was going to get mad at us? Well, sure, <laughs> sure, shit. She emailed us or she texted us. She's like, girls, let me just tell you. She started texting us all the rules about using music. And I'm like, oh, crap. Mom Sandy listened to this episode. And she really did say, you stupid, stupid girls. She's like, no, nah, I would never say that. I would just, what'd she say? I would just... She was like, I don't like the word stupid. Yeah, I, I like was just rolling stu- my eyes. I'm just rolling my eyes. I'm like... No, really, we're it's the stupid, stupid girls. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. Yeah, we don't want we don't want you to be mad. Not disappointed. Well, thank you guys for supporting us. Remember to support our sponsor, ComradeSocks.com. The discount code is Joy. We know that our content has been kind of all over the place the last couple of weeks. We hope this is what you need. We hope yeah. it helps to just hear a random conversation. We're we're intentionally trying to keep it a little bit more random. Yeah, a little bit more conversational. If there's something, if there's a topic right now that you would just love for us to hear more about to talk more about that is not COVID related that maybe you're like you know what I'd really love to hear more about gardening or I'd really love to hear more about oh Joy your puppy yeah the puppy raising we can talk about puppy raising we can talk about puppy raising that Joy is going to be getting you know if I don't know if you guys saw that Instagram post from a couple of days ago that Joy and Scott are going to be we're going to be raising raising a a puppy for CCI and so you know let us know because we really are here for you and to give yeah. you guys what you need during this time. And, we, you know, the feedback so far has been like, you know, what? I just need to turn off my brain and listen to like some mindless conversation. So that's what we've been going for. But if but you'd like a little more structure from, from Joy and Claire. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Maybe send us some stories that are really relevant to your life right now. Good or yeah. bad. Just send us your stories. Send us anything that you would love to hear on the podcast. We really would love your feedback and we'd love your stories. We'd love your questions. We'd love anything that you have because truly we're also, I mean, we're trying to give you that mindless content on top of addressing what's important, but you guys are why we're here. So please email us. This is joyandclaire at gmail.com or you can click the contact button on our Instagram page on the Instagram profile that will give you a link straight to our email or our phone number. You can leave us a voice memo and we will always listen to those or you might even get it to be played on our um, podcast if you leave a voice memo. And then we'll also put a call out to do a Zoom meeting if we can also do a support group slash a podcast recording where there's a few listeners on with us and maybe do a Q&A. We'd love your feedback as well. And if you guys are interested in something like that. So guys, thank you so much. We love you. We are thinking of you all the time. We see how hard you're working to raise your families, to deal with this quarantine, to keep everyone safe. And we just love you so much. So much that we're going to play your favorite song right now. Okay.